Hey man, if y'all didn't know, my name is Paul Henry Rice III, and it's a takeover. Socks and Sandal podcast where we deal with religion, politics, and I don't and a lot of other stuff that you gonna know about today. I'm sorry that's gonna sound nasty in the beginning, but I'm taking over and y'all gonna have to deal with me for a minute. I don't know if you guys know, but Emmanuel has done is it oh what dang it, I just seen the number two. How many episodes you did? I've done 84. I've released 84. I well, I was about to say. Okay. I've done more than that, but I've released 84. 84 episodes, and y'all don't know anything about a man. <laughs> it's about to change, dog. <laughs> y'all don't know nothing about me. <laughs> it's about to change. Oh man. So that's what we're dealing with, man. This is for the uh, we're gonna take over, and we're gonna get right into it. Let's right. Get it. Let's get it. Um, so my bad for the intro part Shout out to all the partners of Socks and Sandals For anybody that's ever supported Socks and Sandals Salute, we yeah, love salute you to y'all. We, uh, we wouldn't do it without you uh, If you guys have any questions for Emmanuel right now And we're going live too If you guys have any questions for Brody Please send them my way right now I, Trust me, I got you I'm asking everything <laughs> what they say? What they Nothing. say? Kelly Wise just sending hearts. I don't know what you send a grown man. I love over. you too, Kelly. <laughs> Kelly, you know he. Ky. Hey. Um. Did so, you ever go up against him in, in football? Yeah, Kelly know what time it is. Oh, it, it was like that. That's how it ended. If you ask me about going up against anybody, oh okay, that's, that's how you gonna answer it. That's how we I'm can let it. Kelly answer that. Yeah, he, yeah, we can. Yeah. No, it's about you. First of all, don't try, no, don't try to. Don't try to. Nope, we what stand on you. Oh okay, on you. it's all about you. No, this ain't about nothing but you and your entrepreneurship. Okay, let's go. So, uh, man, we starting out. I know we got the the original questions. I'm gonna ask you the original questions, but I don't feel like asking them right now. That's cool. March 9th, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> You really went back to <laughs> day playing. one. I am not playing with March you. March right 9th, 2017. Tell me about wow. that day. Because it wouldn't let me see. I don't have SoundCloud, so it wouldn't let me see exactly what episode it was. So I didn't get to hear the material yet. I believe that was the first one. No, okay. oh, no you, it you, is you, the first one. I'm so saying you're just saying that, you didn't get to hear the it. subject. Okay. So, so that was, yeah, that was my first episode for Socks and Sandals, man. Okay. Um, that was like a good... A good year in the making of getting to that point you know what i mean like right. planning and okay and i knew i wanted to do a podcast didn't always have a name for it but i always knew i wanted to do it i was at work talking to my partner mondo in the beginning me and mondo, <laughs> mondo? yeah yeah me, me and mondo talked about a lot of stuff leading up to that shout and, out uh, mondo and i finally got it off the ground but yeah episode one was like it was like 20 minutes me just talking about myself fumbling through stuff wow and uh just kind of giving an overview of my heart behind why i started it Okay. What I wanted to do, what I wanted to educate people on, what I wanted to talk about. And so it was like, you know, I wanted to create a dialogue. You know what I mean? I wanted to, I really want, initially, I wanted this to be like the religious first take. The like relig- Skip, what? Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Like, I wanted to create that in a religion realm. So, like, Christian versus atheist, Christian mm. versus, you know, mm. uh, Islam or Muslim, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Islam. And, uh, I realized quickly like that's not gonna work. <laughs> so why, I got, why does it not work? Why it's does it so, not work? It's not fun. And it's not constructive. There's nothing Whoa, time out. It's not fun or it's not, not fun. Okay. Well, it's not. It's not fun. Okay. I don't enjoy it. Like week after week. <laughs> that's the definition week. of not fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I didn't enjoy it, bro. Like I would have conversations like that yeah. every now and again. 
Okay. Right? I was like, mm-hmm. man, this is this is cool. Like, people don't talk like this. Like, I think I should put this out there for more people to hear because I do okay. this I'm on with my you. own. I'm with you. I'm and with then you. Then I started doing it, like, week after week after week. I'm like, yo, this is not fun. Like, it's draining. And what you think you're going to get out of it, you don't get out of it. So, okay. But I've seen you do episodes for just for listening to, like, a couple, like, last month. Well, I know. So, that wasn't, but that wasn't a, it wasn't a debate, was it? It was just a conversation, right? I might. I yeah. had some challenging okay, questions. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, there was there was some. But I was challenging everybody equally. And okay. If you, if you notice okay. in those episodes, okay. I wasn't. I give, you, I give you that. I give you that. And I wasn't pushing. I wasn't trying to push what I believe on them. What I was doing was having them explain what they believe to us, so everybody can understand what that person believes. That's what I came to realize early on. It's like it's not about going heads up and trying to disprove somebody because no one can do that it's impossible no okay time out though with that being said okay what do you believe in i believe in jesus i believe Mm -hmm. that he is the way the truth and the life no one can come through the father except through him so i believe in christ okay uh i am a christian okay uh i believe i'm i mean i'm coming into the belief that we as you know black people in america and throughout the anyone that came through the slave trade there's a super high probability that we are descendants of the original hebrew israelites oh high possibility high probability i cannot prove it but what i am reading because i'm still learning yeah we still learning. we still in process we always we always in in pursuit always always so so yeah i we already know about that i'm still learning and um I read, you know, from Babylon to Timbuktu, that gave me a good understanding. Mm. Um, the book that uh, Orlando talks about, Lost Tribes and Promised Lands. Okay, I haven't. Heard I have that. that book, but I haven't read through it yet because I'm getting wow. through some other books. But like, that's another book that's he said is gonna open my understanding to that and really make it really clear. Lies, what's up? Oh, I thought he was coming down here, but um, yeah, so, man. So, okay, so we, so you believe. When did you did you give have you ever been baptized? Oh yeah. When did you get baptized? Hmm, I think I was maybe Whoa, that sounds seven sound, or eight. I was young. young. I was young. Wait, wait, wait. So you got baptized as a child. Oh yeah. This is I walk I walked down the aisle to get saved at Mount Olive Baptist Church. In the hood. It wasn't in the hood at that time. Mount Olivet? Yeah, they we we moved around. I thought Mount Olivet was the okay. I don't want to get off subject. In the north? No, no. I thought it was north. I thought it was in that building right next to it. That that one. It was so. Okay. That's that's the last destination. But like, it started. There's still the original Mount Olivet is off of Broadway. It's off First and Skyler, like from Broadway Kia or whatever. Okay, okay. I know. Right before you get to the road, it's small building. It's right there. That's that building still stands. That's where we started. Mm -hmm. Um, when I was eight years old, and I got saved, we were using Stone Tower Church off of Sandy. Um, and so like 30th and Sandy or something like that. 20, okay. 20th. Hollywood district. Something like that. Okay. Exactly. And so that's where I was at when I got baptized. So as there's a scripture in, um, in first Corinthians, right? Oh, you walking me down the path right now. I, I now I'm going to talk to you. I, <laughs> I know. I'm going to talk to you. Let's go. As it says in first Corinthians, after they talk about love and whatnot, you know, Word. they say, uh, you know, when I was a child, I spoke and thought as a child. But mm. When I became a man, mm. I put those childish things away. Okay. You just told me that you got baptized as a child. Yeah. So did that? Did that thinking? Did that? 
um, understanding of mm-hmm. what you were doing, did that carry you all the way through to where you were today? Uh, I will say, did it carry me? Yes. But still, along my journey, yeah. I still had to learn for myself. Did you ever fall off? Did you ever fall off? Like, I don't, I'm not going to say that you didn't believe in God because I know you. Like, I mean, from high school, I don't know what happened after high school. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, I fell off from that point. Okay. So I fell off from that point. Like, I, you know, you do, you do the thing. You say the prayer. Yeah. <laughs> you get baptized. <laughs> you go to church every Sunday because your parents yes. make you go to church every That's Sunday. It. Okay. But uh, I wasn't living it. Like, I wasn't living a holy, righteous life. I was living, I was living a regular life. You Why didn't you get baptized again as a man? As, as knowing what you would do, do you think? Well, you, I already, already did it. You got baptized as a man? No, I already got baptized. So you don't think you need to get baptized again? Not at all. Okay. If you get married. <laughs> no, you can't. Don't put that in there. No. Don't put marriage in the same boat of, as a baptism. Why not? Because I don't, I don't feel like that's, that's. Are you not making a thing? vow to somebody forever? As a child. But I was eight years old. You were eight, you're eight years old, dog. Yeah, but I know that you. You're eight years old. Come eight, on, fam. Eight years old. That's the age of reason. That's the age of reason. Yeah. Okay. I'm a guy. Somebody, somebody, corroborate that for me. Y'all know no, eight years old is the age of reason. We can, you can, you can make decisions at eight years old. About pop tarts. <laughs> Where are you going with that? Like that doesn't make any sense. At all. That makes no sense. I made my decision, and uh, it has <coughs> literally. It was a foundation, I, I, and, I'm, and it carried me to this point. But I, I, I see what you're saying. I, I'm, I'm chopping saying. everything down. I feel you. I'm, we're not. You're not like going to get away with that. I'm not getting away with that. All right, so okay. continue to build upon that. So, um, continue. Don't tell me how to run my podcast. This is my podcast. I'm not my building. Man. You build. Dang <laughs> 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 it. Uh, you see okay. me trying to take control? I'm, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like how you try to do that right there. I'm, I'm going to do it when I did it. Okay, so... Uh, that that is an understanding of you. Um, when did you fall in love with music? Wow, uh, Brown Sugar, <laughs> man, yo, I, I fell in love with hip hop. <laughs> I felt like that when I asked it. I was like, I That's but that I know how I know how important that is to you. Um, I fell in love with music in the eighth grade. I was at my number guy, eight again, Juma, man. Juma Black, shout out to Juma. Uh, I was at his house Juma. one day when he was living out in Vancouver. In and the cool? uh, He was in the cool. Oh, he was the first pioneer. First he was one of the first, yeah, yeah, man, he was out in the cool before everybody went out there. But, uh, and he played Mystical, Unpredictable for me. Mystical? And mystical. That's not on the Danger album? Nah, it's before, it's the first, I mean, it's not. It's his first No Limit joint. That's <laughs> Yeah, this is pre-Danger, all that stuff. So this is 98, when I Everybody got the same album Era, cover? Same, <laughs> same album cover, bro. Money falling out your pockets. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, when I when I heard Mystical, Unpredictable, I fell in love with hip-hop, like, at that moment. And that was, and then that was, like, the first tape that I bought. Ooh. The tape. tape. Yeah. For did, my for my Walkman. Did you, uh, <laughs> put the tape on? Uh, uh, Mm, yeah, all of that. Okay, all of that on the radio. So you, mystical, mm-hmm. it fell. You fell in love with hip hop. Mm-hmm. Fell in love with music, right? Word. Um, and that you you take me back to mystical. Mm-hmm. So, how did that convert to the man of God that you are? Because you guys had a movement growing up that was that was very sufficient. Mm. That that. Hell, that, like and that. what I mean by sufficient is that 
the message in which you put out there, mm-hmm. it reached a lot of the youth. Yeah. And it reached a lot of the youth by the swag that you guys had. Like, I'm young. Mm-hmm. I believe in God. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, I love God with all my heart. And I'm not scared to be different. Word. Yeah, man. So, um, so the, the mystical thing, I was middle school, okay. uh, high school. I was still, I was making beats. I started making beats at 15. At 15? At 15, okay. yeah. Um, Speedy, he was going to SEI after mm-hmm. school. He was like, bro, because we had always talked about making music or whatever. And he was always going to, wanted to rap and he wanted to make beats. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, yo, they got this program called Fruity Loops, bro. Yeah. I, I can show you how to make beats. And so yeah. he took me there. I wasn't signed up. He would just sneak me in there. You know what I mean? You already know what time it was. SEI is like, you in here? All right, go ahead. You know what I mean? So he would sneak me up there to the computer lab and we started making beats on Fruity Loops. At SEI. At SEI. Okay. And then eventually got the program on like my dad's laptop or whatever. And so I started making beats at the house. And so we so we was making beats, we was making music. So you were making beats for whom? Who are you making beats for? Just for us or whoever wanted to rap. I didn't okay. have no artists at the time, but like, um, just making beats, just to make beats. Just like, what's your fam? No, I wasn't, we, we weren't working together at the time, but. Was that, was it just, was it just starting out, like you said, like making beats? It was just you guys making beats and rapping over them. Just That's you. it, just making beats and rapping and over them. Just you two. Just us, yeah. But okay. it was mostly him. I wasn't a rapper. I never intended on being a rapper. Okay. I just eventually became a rapper just because I like to make music. Yeah, I was gonna say that felt like that seemed like you know like if you guys hear my music, don't understand it. No, I rapped. Okay, no, I'm but I'm not. But I'm not. I'll never call myself a rapper. What are you? An artist. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So, so yeah. So I started learning how to make beats. Started making beats 15, mm-hmm. 16, 17. So like there was there was this time where we was in the studio. Um, I forgot. It was some studio off of like 42nd and like Prescott or something like that. Somebody's house. Yeah. Um, I was like, I got to be at somebody's house, though. Yeah. And um, and it was me and Speedy, I think Brandon. Brandon. Uh, Brandon. Play football. Jones? Brandon Jones. Yeah, Brandon okay. Jones. Somebody else in there. And uh, Probably Face. Maybe. It might have been Face. Or, or, no, no, no. Uh, he uh, he was Dale. Maybe it was Bird. Uh-huh. I know it was Brandon. Me, Speedy, okay. and Brandon. But me and Speedy made like this little freestyle little joint, mm-hmm. and uh, it was the first time I rapped on anything. Freestyle Friday? Nah, it was it wasn't <laughs> that deep. But it was like it was like over one of Speedy's beats, and okay. like uh, um, you know, we was all you know just rapping, cussing, whatever, just regular music. Yeah. And then um, maybe like a a month or two after that. So you going to bed? You need some? Oh, put it outside. Um, a month or two after that. It was I was like 17 years old at the time, mm-hmm. and then like I just had this moment um, where I uh, well actually I had this like encounter with God. Okay, talk to me. Did I'm that's what I'm trying to get at. Okay, I'm, I'm with you. So I had this encounter with God. It's crazy. Um, but 17, I, so, 17, junior, junior high school, junior year in high school. Okay. Um, Met your lovely wife. Met your lovely wife already. We already knew each other. Yeah. Okay. I'm just throwing that out there. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Shout out. Shout out to sis. So, uh, junior year in high school, um, I was smoking. (laughs) Oh damn! I was smoking, and it was like. I had these episodes when I smoked, and some of y'all, everybody, not everybody, a lot of people, you know, when you smoke and you get hella paranoid. 
and your, no. and your, and your heart start beating <laughs> so fast that you feel like you're going to die. You did feel like your heart is beating die? out your chest. No, did I didn't you die? die. Of course not. Okay, well. But I, I've had, I had multiple episodes like that, but, uh, um, Why'd like, you keep doing it? Okay, never mind. That's another question. All right, keep I going. Because I like this mode. Okay, that, that was just, all right. Because I, I used focus. to enjoy myself. But then, so, you know, and it was like, man, I, I ain't doing this no more. Whatever. Okay. But then I went home, like, one day after I smoked, and I was just like, you know, I'm so tired of this, man. And then, um... I was laying down in my room, uh, like early, like eight o'clock. I was like, I'm just going to sleep, bro. My day is done. Like this, this room, this room, my day. You know what I mean? And then, like, I was just feeling so down. I was like, Man, why do I keep doing this? This is stupid. And then, I just heard, I, I heard God's voice. He's like, okay. He said, if you follow me. It will be worth it, and your life will never be the same. All right, man. Love you. That's Neff. That's Neff. Neff say something to the people. Out. Say something to the people. Hello. <laughs> Night, man. Night, um, Neff. So, yeah, and God, it was like God's voice. Like I never heard like a voice so clear other than my my own thoughts. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like if you choose to follow me, mm-hmm. your life will be the same, and this is what you need to do. Your oh, your life will. Be I mean, the your, same? Your, your life will never be the same. Okay. If you choose to follow me, your life will never be the same. And you and wanted he, to change. And he just, and he, he's like, if you choose to follow me, your life will never be the same. And then I was just like, yo, this is crazy. Like, it's like, God, like I knew it was God. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then the next morning I got up early because I went to bed early. <laughs> and, <laughs> and my mom was like, Football why are you up so early? Because my mom be up praying and stuff, man. And, you know, and she, uh. Andre Jones said that father moment was priceless. Oh, uh, that's what's up. Don't all, don't all, don't do that. So yeah, so yeah, so, that's what real men do. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> so my mom was up. Well, she's always up, and then she she made me breakfast. Okay, and she was up praying, doing what she do. Um, and uh, and then she was pl- playing this song. I don't know who sang it, but it was like, it's not easy. But it's worth it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. And I was like, man, like yo, like God told me if it, and I know it's gonna be hard if I like live for God because I I've been to church. I know what God expects of you. You already know what time it is. I know what time. You know how to play church. Right oh yeah, time. yeah. I already know how to play. I, I can act. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't do the slave. Thing. <laughs> <laughs> I never did. I never did the slave. Thing. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. I don't yeah. care what you did. Yes, I you didn't. Did. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. That. That's Kojic. Okay. You're right. That is. Ooh, don't. Do I'm over like throwing that. stones. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm just playing coach. Like, I love y'all. We all. We all family. Solid rock. Holla at me. Wow, you really threw up. <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that song. I was like, yo, that's uh-huh. crazy. And then like I remember going to school that next day, mm-hmm. and it was like, yo, that's it. Like I'm, I'm a change. Like I could, I could feel, like I could feel a new consciousness. Mm-hmm. I could feel just a different energy about myself, mm-hmm. um, because like after I heard that song, when I was you know listening to, it, I was like, all right, God, I'm I'm gonna do this. Like I'm gonna change. like I know it's not easy, but it's worth it. I'm gonna live for you. Mm-hmm. And so, and it was like a the, it was a scary moment because you know me and Speedy best friends, but we do everything together. We already had a name of a, a record label. We was gonna be Underworld Entertainment. You know Underworld. what I mean? Yeah, I know it was. For what? I don't know. <laughs> but that but like that was the name of our label. Like yeah. we was gonna do music. We was gonna be like uh Jay Z and Dame Dash. You're gonna be Jay Z, I'm gonna be Dame Dash. Okay. Like that's we always had that vision. And that, that's what we talked about, you know, at the at the time. So um Shout out to Speedy, what's up? Shout out to Speedy, man. What's up, bro? Um so went to school that day and I knew I had to tell him like, yo, I know we uh I know we recorded this that that song, bro, but like 
yo, I can't do music with you no more. Whoa, who, whoa, whoa. I said, bro, I can't, I can't, like, I can't be cussing, I can't be doing that. Like, everything I do has to be for God now. Like, I'm only doing gospel. Mm-hmm. And if I make beats, it's only for a gospel artist, bro. Like, uh, I rededicated my life to God, and uh, I just, I can't do it no more, bro. You said that to him? Yeah. Y'all like 17, like, he like, so, hey, no, nah, what you he say? Wasn't, he wasn't smoking like okay, that. I it was me. Say, I was, I it was me and other people that I, that I smoked with. I never smoked with Speedy. I was going to say, I didn't never see Speedy smoke. He's too fast as... <laughs> he was too fast. Yeah. Too fast. Just slow down like that. But uh, he was like, what, fool? Weak, fool. Like, <laughs> I was like, like bro, you just, you just going to like, do gospel man? Like, bro, that's weak. I was like, man, I know, bro, but like, that's that's what it is, man. And then, uh, so that was tough because that's like our life was music. That, mm. I, I, that's what, <laughs> that's yeah, it. I, I know. You know what I mean? So, um, but then God is so good because like two or three months later, Speedy got saved. Mm. And then we was rocking again, doing doing the music. And wow. then we went from and then we went from Underworld Entertainment to Standout Records. Mm. That was our next name. And we rolled with Standout and Standout was God is good, man. Yeah. I like I wait. So you dedicate your life. Mm-hmm. Your best friend who you rock with, you made a stance with, which is always hard because especially at that age, our friends is always an influence. Word. And Speedy gets said a couple months later. Mm-hmm. Like two months, two three months later. I'm not gonna say that it is all because, you know, it's we, God, man. We all no, no, no. It's me and you. Word. Okay. So you being obedient had an influence, mm-hmm. like an example for somebody. To be like, I know this dude. Like up, down, left to right. I know. Him. Mm-hmm. And he really serious about this. Like it been like two months, and he really ain't making no beats for me, dude. Like you weak, dude. <laughs> like, what is that about? Like that 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 to me is a testimony, and I just mm. don't want to skip past that word. Like you know, um, God is good all the time, all the time, bro. Um, and that's how I met you, and that's why I want to touch mm. on that part. Mm. I'm in high school. Word. You're talking about being 17, right? So you was a junior. I was a junior. You was a freshman. I was a freshman. Okay. In high school. Wow. So you you didn't see the pre. I didn't. I I have never known Emmanuel not you, to know God. You didn't. You didn't know the BC Emmanuel. Okay. No, no, I didn't know no before Christ good, Emmanuel. Good. <laughs> good man. You got, you got a good outlook on me, bro. That's that's what's up. Man, mine is not updating. No. Oh, no, now, now, it's, now it's coming up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I can hear Speedy saying that. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, man, I'm a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I came in with my own partners. Mm-hmm. You know, how you kind of wreck shop, like, you know, 05 on mine. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we right yeah. in here, we're about to turn this whole school out. Da da da. And then I see, like, I'm in church. Like, I've, I got I got saved my eighth grade year. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going eighth grade, freshman. I love God. Like I'm, I'm not to say that. Like I'm in church. I'm going to Solid Rock. Mm. I'm active in youth, doing you know all those things. I've I have spoke like did my little sermon. Like, oh, you was at, preaching. At, that's what I'm saying. Okay. I didn't. I didn't do my little youth preach already. Um, you were in suit to church every Sunday. No, I had a couple things. <laughs> <laughs> not about. But I'm saying like me being active in church, mm-hmm. right? And then you feel kind of lame. No, you don't. Not, not. I don't even say lame, but you feel like 
I'm always by myself. Mm. Like nobody my age is really rocking like oh, that. Oh, that's real. That's like, real. I'm always like I'm at church by myself. I ain't, like yeah. when I look around, no none of my partners. I got my cousin or whatever, but like I don't I don't have anybody my age to rock with. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then I see. Oh, okay. I uh, you, I seen y'all like you mm-hmm. and Speedy, mm-hmm. and then it was is it tight tight? I can't even remember his name. Tico, Tico, Tico. He didn't go to Benson. No, no. He, he was rap. They rap group. Oh yeah, yeah. Tico Concrete, Tico Concrete. And Doug and Nikki at the yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So being a friend, and I'm seeing like these young people stand up and be like, "Dude, I love God," and I'm standing up on that. Mm-hmm. That was big. Yeah, man. That's just, that, that. I just wanted to throw that out there and be yeah. like, "That's how." That's my introduction to you. Yo, the crazy thing is, like, it was a lot. Like, I was always involved in church. Mm-hmm. But like. Like Usher Board? No. First Deaconess Pastor? No, no I wasn't that. Okay. I wasn't on your level. I wasn't on your level. But I was always there. Like, okay. and we had, the good thing about Mount Olivet, we had what was called, like, cell group or life group or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was always around, like, six to ten to twelve dudes that was in church. Okay. We wasn't all living it, but we would go after, after church on Sunday. And, and my leader was... My guy, Lynn, or David, however y'all call him, however y'all know him, he is the reason why Okay. I felt confident okay. in taking that leap. Wow. One of the reasons why, other than God speaking to yeah, me, because yeah. I was in that group yeah. with him, and he was our leader. Yeah. And he's only like five or six years older than us. Yeah, that's so, a lot. But it, it's a lot, but it's not. No, no, I'm it's, saying as far as... It's like swag meter, like okay, like he out here, like yeah. So he was the first non corny. <laughs> I'm I'm dead serious. He no, was I'm the first non corny, non lame, living for God. Like I'm abstaining. Like he did, he did, he did it. He walked it, mm-hmm. and he was not a corny dude. He okay. was the realest. Like still to this day, like that's my brother. He was in my yeah. wedding. Like that's one of my best. That's cool. Like my brother. I'm cool. I'm but cool he was that. a real dude, bro. A real dude. Solid. Not corny, bro. You know them corny dudes in church. Oh, you pray, 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 praise the Lord. How you doing? How All you doing? of that. All the church talk. Yo, wait, he was, wait. You he see was, him out of church and then, where the... Just... <laughs> <laughs> you stupid. No, but no, you see him out of church. Hey, yeah. brother, what's what's going on there? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Like, man, turn that down, bro. Like, don't like talk like that in real life. We outside of church. <laughs> he was never like that. He man. never... He would wear his hat in church. He would wear his hoodie to church. He would mm-hmm. low-key sag in church with his do-rag wow. hanging out, hanging out the back. Of, like he was that dude, bro. So he didn't cell look block, the part. Wait, wait. Cell, cell block. block. Cell block helped my spiritual glow. You guys were very influential. Y'all had a real Tiana movement was a part of it. when yeah. it came to repping God. I'm trying. Shout that, out to Tina. Yes. Did, since you already know what time it was, up. you know what it is. And she but, was, she was a part of it. Like it was a lot of us, man. It was a lot. And, and that's, so, but that, and that's and so because of that. Because that. I had a group. Yes. To fall back on, and I didn't feel alone. Yeah. That helped. I'm, I'm out of the camera. That helped greatly, bro. We can see your head. We see. We see. You. <laughs> um. But yeah, man. I'm. That's that's part of what I, I that's not all, but as far as like right. me, my introduction to you, that's why I'm trying to bring that part out of you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. that that my introduction to you? I'm a freshman in high school. Mm-hmm. I play football. I know who you are. I know who Emmanuel is because Emmanuel Speedy, they a duo, mm-hmm. they a tag team, they always together. Mm-hmm. They play football. They good. Like okay, cool. I see you. Word. But then it's the other part is like, oh, they love God too. There's not, bro. You there's a handful of people that we can say like really rock like that in high school. 
I didn't realize until we got out how rare that was. Um, you know what I mean? And that's what I'm. And this is me giving a shout out of of you to let you know how influential mm. you were at at that age in high school, where you resemble God. Like when I came out, when I when I got out of uh, mm-hmm. when I got out of prison, mm-hmm. right? The first like you can read the message, yeah. like bro, it's like, hey, look, I really don't know too many people that that love God. Like, and since I met you, you've always loved God. Mm. So, like, I'm reaching out to you. Yo, that rocked me, bro, because, like, <laughs> in high school, we didn't talk. No, I seen it. I never held a conversation with you. No. You played on football, but you was a little bit younger. Yeah. And so, it was just like... And I was a beast. I mean, you put that in there. You was a beast. Okay. And, <laughs> you, and you ran me over in practice. Like, who is this little... Who is this little sophomore running me over? Like, this dude is big, for real. But uh, but, but we never had a conversation. No. Nah, I seen you. That's it. I seen you. Mm. You lived it. Mm. That, and that's... that. I mean, you don't need to talk after that. That's humbling, bro. I, I'm trying. I, I just really want to take that take that time to say. I know this is about Emmanuel and who this is, you know, <laughs> coming out to be. But I'm saying, as far as who Emmanuel is, man, like from a young age, man, I've always known you to love God. I've always known you to not like not be weak, dude. Like don't mm-hmm. be weak. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all used to, I, that, I don't know why that is. That word, our little lingo and our slang. Yeah. That, oh, man. that got on my nerves. <laughs> Cause if you're on the football field, like bro, you weak, bro, you weak. <laughs> that was our word. I don't know why that that one word, that one word was just like so catchy for whatever reason. So okay, now we can we can get past that as far as like that influence and I've, and just really giving. We all give God. We me. This is my comrade. So this is parts of conversations that we just don't need to have because we have an understanding that we give all glory to God. We all give already it all up to Him. And yeah. don't understand that we wouldn't be anywhere without Him. So word. a lot of us have just. You already know who we are. Word. So let me just clear that up for y'all. All All right. But thank you for being obedient. Thank you for taking heed to that word and following through because you have been influential in my life. Man, no doubt, bro. So there you go, man. (laughs) I love you. I hate the 49ers. Get off me. Thank you. Don't ever touch me again with the shirt on. Love you, brother. I love you. Um, So now we got to get to entrepreneurship. Grown man time. Let's go. Okay, grown man time. Boom. Now we, um, it's March 9th again, right? <laughs> March 9th, 2017. 17, 17. Wow. Let, let me get back to that day, right? Okay. You had to invest something. Like, tell me about that day, because you, you had to buy something. You had to take the leap to say, you know what? March 17th, all I had was that mic, and I had an old laptop that I had bought maybe in 2008, 2009. Okay. That was it. So this that might cost me like sixty or seventy bucks. That's an investment. That's an investment. So did you talk to your wife about it? Oh yeah. What did she say? About what? About you starting a podcast. Oh, she was she was for it because she because that's this is who I am. This yeah. is no different. This is just an extension of me. Yeah, most definitely. This I is just you. like me on display because these these conversations. Do, yeah, that's do the exactly. <laughs> Because these conversations, like this type of content, like the format, like this is what I do. Okay. In my spare time. In your spare time. But it will be much longer conversations. Like okay. the the really, after my first episode, like the second episode was really like the first real one. But that conversation between me and Philip McNasher, shout out to Philip, man. Um, is that Johnson? No, no, no. Which one? What Philip? You don't know him. Okay. 
How you gonna just tell me I don't know somebody? His name is Philip Nasser. Do you know him? No. No. Okay. okay. You don't know. <laughs> you, you can't just throw that. Okay. He's whatever. Anglo-Saxon. I don't know. He him. went to Holy Redeemer. Holy. He went to LaSalle High School. Whoa. These are all like Christian-based names. Yeah. He schools. went to Catholic schools. So, um, but yeah, we went to Holy Redeemer together. So, Kendall. Hey. Shout out, little bro. But um, me and him would have conversations, Christian versus atheist conversations. In the coffee shop. Got you. For three, four, five hours at a time. And this is spare time. It's spare time. It, we, I would, we both took great pleasure in going, like battling, going head to head, talking deep gotcha. conversations about religion. And every time, almost every time we was out, somebody else would hear us talking and hop in the conversation. It was lovely, bro. That, yeah, okay. You know I what I mean? You. I but got like you. that type of stuff, man, and just everything else that I talk about and low key debate about. Mm-hmm. That's just who I am. That's just how I. That's how I get down. And, and so, that's just how you get and down. And so she was like, oh, yeah, this would be perfect for you because you already be doing it. You always want <laughs> to argue with somebody. You know what I mean? So she was just, she was all for it, bro. Okay. So it changed your life. This? Yes. Because you said this, sure. this is what you said that you do already. Yeah. But this is a bigger this is a, this is, I'm just doing what you did now you, that's I'm gonna be a thing it, I'm trying to give it to you on that on your platform okay <laughs> this is what you I can't escape that okay alright so now that we here uh, <laughs> I'm done that's the last time that's all that's the okay, last time okay but we here and now it has brought attention conversations and different yeah. people into your life that's facts, what I mean by changing facts. your life yes for sure so now that it's changed your life mm-hmm why wouldn't you continue to? No, I'm not gonna say why wouldn't you continue to do it, but was there ever a time that you wanted to give up? Of course. Why? It's entrepreneur. People that are on this path of entrepreneurship, y'all know what it feels like when you're out there just doing something, creating something out of your brain, and you have certain expectations of how you think it's gonna go before you start, and then when you start it, it's not as fun and and exciting as it was two or three months ago because you, you lose the excitement. Mm. It gets repetitive. Mm. You expect everything is going to blow up like that. Mm. And it don't happen that way all the time. Sometimes it does. I was about to say, I this, I was on an episode that blew up. Yeah, that was episode 20. No. For real? Yeah. Wow. Or maybe 21. It was, it was like four months into it. Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. And so... You know, putting stuff out, you know, the sound quality wasn't that good because, mm-hmm. um, really because of the laptop. I had an old laptop and it just didn't pick up audio that well. My old Mac. Just be one hundred. And then as soon as I got this new one, I got the same mics. As soon as I got this new one, everything sounds better. You know what I mean? But like, you know, when I, when I, when I realized that the religious debate stuff wasn't going to work, mm-hmm. which was like seven episodes in, mm. I was like, oh shoot, what am I going to do? Mm, like God, uh, like this is like I've been planning this for months, almost a year, and now I get six weeks into it, and I'm like, "Yo, what am I gonna talk? Like, what? I don't know what I'm about to do." Yeah, okay. Before I started, though, I told myself this is what helped me not quit. Before I started, I told myself I'm gonna do this for a year, no matter what happens. I'm gonna put out one episode per week for 12 months. I'm and I'm gonna see how I feel after the 12 months. Now, during that time, did I want to quit? Yes. During that time, were episodes going the way I wanted them? No. But I'm just like learning as I go and I'm honing my craft. 
and uh, it's it's just emotional. It's it's a roller coaster. Sometimes you have a good episode, you get a good response. Sometimes you put something out, you feel like it's great, and you get zero response, or you get you know barely any listens. You know okay. What I mean? So, um, so so with 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 these with this that was the beginning. That was the beginning. So I'm talking about recently. Have you ever felt like you know what this might not be really what I want to do anymore? <laughs> As an entrepreneur. <laughs> It's Bow. week to week, bro. Week to week. Week to week. After I put out, after I put out episode seventy five with Orlando, mm-hmm. even before I put it out, when I was like, that was the last of the religion and worldview mm-hmm. series. I was like, yo, I low key, I've accomplished what I really set out to accomplish. Which okay, was put each religious whatever as many religious you know backgrounds on display as possible. Mm-hmm. In my mind, I feel like the truth is going to win. I don't have to sway anybody any type of way. Okay. If you're a critically thinking person and you do the research, once you get this worldview, this worldview, boom, 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 and you research them yourself and you see what works, I think I think the truth will win. Okay. I think Jesus will win. And so when I put out... Every name, every mouth I'll say, every knee shall bow. Exactly. I'm with you. Okay. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Every tongue. And so when I put out Orlando's episode, I'm like, yo, I'm done. Like he just killed it. Well, I think I put out Orlando and I put Oba out. But still, like after that, so when when that series was out, I was mm-hmm. like, yo, there's nothing else for me to do. Like, okay. I feel like I've accomplished my mission. You know what I mean? I'm no, I'm with you. And so I was just like, yo. But then it's like, it's then I realized like it's more than that. You know what I mean? But it's like so. It's it's kind of hard to answer that question, bro. Like there's no, no, there, no, yeah, there's yeah. there's many times that I felt like quitting. Yeah. Like when you like I th- I think I told you this mm-hmm. when you reached out to me. I think that was like after episode sixteen or seventeen. Okay. Um, and at that point I was really done. I was like, yo, this is I don't know if I'll make a year, bro. Like, this is it's kind of trash right now. <laughs> I mean, I reached out to you. Yeah, because I was like, I was running out of ideas. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. I was just like, yo, I don't know what to talk about. Like, I just did this last episode. Uh, it was like marking priority, talking about you know Mark being the first gospel, and and it was plagiarized from Mark or something like that. It was just, but it was like, uh, it was it was challenging to my faith, and I just felt like, all right, after that, I don't even know what else I want to talk about. Wait, so wait, so and I'm and just just in my mind. Mm-hmm. That's when I when I first contacted you, or when I first said it was like, hey, let me. When get I when I said to myself, I said, God, I prayed to God, I was like, God, I don't know why I'm doing this because I feel like I'm just wasting my time. Okay. Like I think I might have made a mistake by by thinking that this is what I want to do because I don't know if I'm cut out for it. Okay. Like I literally prayed to God, I was like God, I don't, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Like you got to show me something because I feel like I'm just doing, I'm like wasting my time. Okay. Two days after I prayed that prayer, you reached out to me. Two days. Wow. Okay. There go. Shout out to God. And that and it in the even though what you reached out to me was like it wasn't about the podcast, but I know what I was trying to do with my podcast. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, man, all right, God, this is this is something. Like you put somebody in my life for a reason. Yeah. There we go. So I can reach out to you face to face, man to man, but also like what I'm trying to do as far as spread the word and like give good concrete information, create constructive conversations, not just arguments. So that people can hear the truth and decide for themselves. Like, it's all a part of my mission that you've given me. You know what I mean? So that that helped me go a little bit further and give me more confidence and more purpose. You know what I mean? So yeah. I'm I'm with that. 
mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm with that, and I'm I'm trying to digest that and then be able to move into this. But at the same time, socks and sandals is a podcast. Work. What podcast have you heard to even think that this was an option? Like, what was some of the influential podcasts that you listened to before this that even got your mind to even think about doing one? Well, I've always loved radio, and then when I discover podcasts, I always love podcasts. I love hearing people talking about stuff. So, first take. Like first take. I first take. Go back to first take. I used to watch the show, and I would listen to the podcast, you know, at work on, on my lunch breaks. So I listen to first take all the time, and then I would listen to other stuff like Freakonomics, which is like weird sides of e- economics uh, mm-hmm. situations. Um, I would listen to TED Radio Hour. I would listen to Another Round. Uh, which is two black women uh, that was just talking about society and cultural topics mm-hmm. from like more of like a feminist, uh, black feminist perspective, uh, which was dope. Uh, they don't do it anymore, but I will listen to Brilliant, Idi- Brilliant Idiots with uh, Charlemagne the God okay. and Andrew Schultz. <clears throat> um, just to name a few. So uh, what else did I listen to? Uh, Entrepreneur on Fire. That's a dope one. Uh, it's a daily podcast. Um, so yeah, those are the, like the beginning podcasts that I started listening. Got gotcha. you. Yeah. Do you listen to any of those same people now? I listen to brilliant, Idi- brilliant idiots, Ted Radio Hour like once every month or something, mm-hmm. um, but not not as much. Not okay. As much. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. That's now. what I'm saying. Since I'm doing do one, because I don't want to, I don't want to duplicate somebody else's content. Except for I listen to Joe Budden's podcast. Well, I was gonna say, like, wouldn't you listen so you didn't do duplicate? I mean, duplicate. No, nah, I don't. I don't want other people's thoughts and ideas in my brain. So, cause, <laughs> because honestly, if you, oh, yeah, if yeah, you listen to you. other people, even like with music, like I, when I was making music, like in the process of making music, I would I would try to not listen to hip hop at all. So I don't subconsciously try to sound like this or recreate something that I like. You know what I mean? So I do the same thing with podcasts. I feel like a lot of these things we already knocked out in conversation. We can we can still hit it. You, okay, the, but uh, uh, but let's we we going somewhere right now. I, that's we going somewhere. So I think were you about to ask a follow up question? Mm-hmm. I, I, I was going to ask you, mm-hmm. like you talk why about not. Start or what, no, the, no, no, it's not even about why. It's like okay, so these were the people that who influenced you before, right? Low key, not really influenced. I don't care about what you're talking about. Okay, go ahead. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> you're not listening to them anymore. Yeah. Who influences you today? To pursue something like like is there any nobody. there's nobody that that influences you there's no mentor that you seek there's no oh oh my number one my number one mentor Thank okay you. I'm leaving this out my number Golly. one mentor another one person I thought you was about to say Jesus I was about to say oh no. God come on no 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 <laughs> I'm not that holy okay. <laughs> I would not I hands down yes. would not. Be podcasting. Forget all those other ones. I listened to them, but they didn't inspire me to do this. They didn't get my butt out the seat to start doing it. Mm -hmm. The one person who I listened to for the past couple years that has been my virtual coach is uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Gary V. Who is that? Gary He's a super entrepreneur, podcaster, uh, runs like... uh, a seven hundred billion dollar media company, like mm-hmm. he's he's solid. So Gary V, without Gary V, like he like he got me pumped up About every it. day. If you listen to Gary V, you can't help but be pumped up, and you can't help but like take responsibility. So it's like I had these thoughts and I want to do it, but it's like he's talking directly to you. He's like, yo, get off. He cusses a lot. Get mm-hmm. off your ass and get to work. 
Like nobody effing cares about your feelings. Nobody effing cares about you not accomplishing your goals. You got to accomplish your goal. You know what you want to do. You're aware. If you're aware of yourself and who you are and what you want to do, do it. Straight up. Straight up. And he would, and he put out so much content daily. You know what I mean? And it was just like, I would listen to him. And you can't listen to him and not be challenged. Mm. Like he's always challenging people to live their truth and do what they want to do and be an entrepreneur. Like don't work for anybody, work for yourself. Cause you, you can do it. You have everything inside of you to do what you want to do. And so if it wasn't for Gary V and me stumbling across him, um, I would still just be in consumer stage and just loving <laughs> what I'm, what I'm hearing. I'm, you know what I mean? But, uh, but Gary V took me to that next level for sure. And with, with Gary V, right. Mm-hmm. It, Cause this, it talks about like learning things about yourself mm-hmm. and, I think like you talked about that, but I the other part of it is not just about learning about who you are, mm-hmm. but through this, do you think? And I and I and I take this a different way because you talk about you, but I know that extension of you is my niece and nephew. Shout out to Rye Rye, turn uh, up, Elijah. How you doing? How you doing, yeah. Elijah? Yeah. Be calm. Okay, all the time. I'm just calm, cool, collective. <laughs> I'm Elijah. All right. <laughs> what have what have your what do you think your children have learned or like what would you like they them, will learn exactly what would you like your children to take away from socks and sandals um what not and not not just as not just as a podcast but what would you like them to take oh, for from life it's, it's exactly life. Being, this is life. being an entrepreneur so for them i really and i said this in my first episode it's not about entrepreneurship for them this whole process Mm -hmm. this whole process for them is i feel like what i what i thought back then was like this world is on a trajectory where like pre-trump this is pre-trump where where it was super pc politically like you couldn't speak your mind you had to say all the right words and whatever and you can't say this and you can't say that so i just i could just see the world going in a super pc direction and being hostile to individual ideas, your own, whatever religious choice that you choose, I felt like the world is going to be super hostile to that. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to choose one side and forsake the other side. And if you with the other side, you're done. It's a wrap. You can't talk about it. You can't mention it. You can't go to church. Man, I'm talking about that Matthew 6. You know, talking about like super persecution for, for believing in whatever you believe in. Mm-hmm. And so what I wanted to do was, when I, when I talk about like constructive dialogue, like mm-hmm. I want to show them how to have a conversation with somebody that mm-hmm. you don't agree with. Okay. Period. That's what Ooh. I. That's what I want my. Ooh, kids, I need one up there. I need one up there. That's what I want my kids to there. get from this whole Ooh, thing. I, that was good. I want you to learn how to how to have a conversation with somebody that you don't agree with, because we don't have to. We don't have to agree. Okay. Because if you think that we're all going to agree, you're stupid. <laughs> Is that the word that you use? That's the word that I use. Simply put, you're stupid, bro. Like, that has never happened, ever, in the history of mankind. This agreement is always going to happen. People are going to have different philosophies. So we don't have to get a... We don't have to agree. But Shout we out to do. Pierce. You tied too. But we do have to get along. You got to get along. Cohabitate. I don't... That's, that's well, a little you deeper. Live in the world. You live yeah, in the but world. yeah, you got... You, you're going to live with diverse people. Most definitely. You know, you're going to live with people of different ideas and ideologies so you you have to get along if you don't get along it's gonna be a war man you know what i mean I, and so at wait, the wait, end there's always 
There's always gonna be a war, though. I know, but I'm but you know what I'm saying. Like, there's okay. gonna be major conflict if you don't learn how to get along with people. If you don't learn how to have a conversation. If yeah. you don't, if you don't learn how to sit and listen to somebody speak about something that you don't, that you totally disagree with. Mm-hmm. But you got to know how to have that conversation. You should know how to have that conversation. And if you don't, you can listen to your dad have a conversation with people, and you know what I believe, yeah. and you know how I get down. And you know how I get down. But I have learned so much from people that don't believe what I believe. It, that's it has sh- it has made me a better person. That's usually it's made me smarter. It made me wiser. What I what you I broaden that horizon. Hmm? You broaden that horizon. Yeah, you you broaden your own horizon, and it's like stuff that I wouldn't even take, like books that I wouldn't take time to read, like. They have knowledge bases that I would never take time to read outside of what I, I'm already focused on, and I can absorb that in like two hours. Mm-hmm. So I can absorb like four or five books, four or five footnotes of books that they've read that they're spitting back to me. I'm like, yeah, I've just learned so much, and I can replay it. I can continue to listen to it. You know what I mean? So they can learn from them, and they can learn from all these people, and they can hear all these viewpoints, and it's it's gonna influence you, but it's it's going to it's going to sharpen your worldview if you if you continue to believe what you believe or whatever you believe. It's going to sharpen you because you just have so much more knowledge to deal with. And uh, but at the end of the day, learn how to talk to people that don't agree with gotcha. you. you know? So so the one of the other questions, and I know you asked the questions, but I have to use it in my own words. And you got to be your own. You got to be who you are. Where, where? That's that's what it is. Already. As far as entrepreneurship, anybody with an itch, anybody that wants to da da da, have you? Influence anyone close to you to be an entrepreneur? Have you seen mm. anyone? And I don't mean like friends or family. Have you seen them expand or believe in themselves due to you believing in yourself in your podcast? Hmm. You know, I mean, if you can shoot names, you can. You no, don't have to. But, but I you can't. Can, I can't confirm. You can't confirm, but do you feel like in your heart uh, that you that you have influenced? Influence? Someone close to you. Sure. Why not? Okay. I don't know. I really don't know. You don't know. Has, no, but you know, but I, people I, reach I, out I, to you all the time and tell you. For sure. Exactly. Yeah. So. Yeah. People, people reach out. Um, I see people you know, start doing certain things that they weren't doing. Mm-hmm. Um, is it because of me? I don't know. I just notice it now that I'm doing it. So I, I can't confirm or deny it, but like, I think I can see a little bit of effect. You know what I mean? Okay, because he's affected me personally with Liberation Literacy. I want to start my own podcast, and I've asked him to help me as well. So we yeah, you, you've influenced me. That's word, word. and I didn't know if I was I was the only. Well, yeah, I, can, I can say that. I can say what uh, what Emmanuel Pierce like. He's you know he's gonna eventually do a podcast, and I'm gonna help him with that. So he there was like, go. yeah, man, I see what you're doing. Like, you can show me how to do. It. I was like, yeah, I got you, bro. Exactly. Uh, actually, somebody just somebody just asked me to show. Me. I was like, bro, I'll, I'll pay you. Hey. I was like, nah, I'm not going to charge you. It was because it, it was the homie. You know what I mean? No, I don't know about because the homie need to pay too. Hmm? The homie need to pay too. You know I don't want to tax my friends, man. Is it taxing or is it value? I want to add value. Oh, well, then what are we talking about? Without taking money from them. Okay. So do you pay for things that you value? Mm, sometimes. Oh, okay. So are you an entrepreneur? Yes. So entrepreneurs make money mm-hmm. doing what they do, mm-hmm. but I have a plan on how I'm gonna make money. And, okay, and, I'm just saying. I'm just and my saying. plan of making money will be merch eventually, but it's but it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that, and so it, it is, so my so my plan to make money is going to be with uh, collaborations with other like groups or companies mm-hmm. or nonprofits or whatever 
to add value, but also like, you know, people that have a big, I don't want to take it from people. I want to, like, I want to get it from an organization that has a budget, but not like my friends and family that like everybody's trying to make it out here. You know what I'm talking about? No. No. I, am I your friend? Yes. Am I your comrade? Yes. Do I have an organization? That's the organization, not you. That is me. It's not you. So, okay, do I grind for it? You do grind. If for I it. don't, if I don't go get the money, who's gonna bring it in or something? Not even like that. I'm not saying that. Let me not say that like that. But I'm saying like that would be me showing value in you. Where I feel you. I see your value, and I'm not going to come to you empty-handed. I feel you. But but I think what you're talking about is like more like advertising. Well, I, I guess if if somebody wants me to show them how to do a podcast, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. Um, Show me how to do a podcast. Pay you to use your materials. Mm-hmm. Like that to me is like mentorship, uh, um, uh, value, and worth showing. Yeah, that's I, I, just, a, that's something I don't. That, I, I don't want to get it that way though. To be honest, okay. You I would. Want. I would rather give. I would rather give that to somebody than charge them for it. To be honest. Now, if you say, "Look, I feel like I want to. I know you don't have a price." But I want to give this to you for taking the time to do this for me. I'm not going to turn away anything. That's what I'm saying. From my friends. Yes. And family. But I'm not going to be like, hey, bro, before I come to your house and we spend this hour, hour and a half on this, I need $100. Like, I'm not I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to send an invoice. I'm just going to come through. I'm going to do what I do. And just get blessed. And if I, if I get blessed, I get blessed. But like, because okay. that's that's not the way that I want to bring in my most money. definitely, most definitely. Word. But I, and I'm just, but I'm just as a business, as also running an organization, mm-hmm. I can see that like your value, your knowledge, your expertise mm-hmm. is worth being paid for. I'm gonna get paid. Bro. I'm just saying. I'm just just. I'm just saying. Whatever. I got I got stuff in the works, man. It's it's twenty. I'm a, I'll put it like this. Twenty nineteen is about to be good. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. I'm trying to be good with you. I got you. <laughs> you know I got you. No, right. no, for real. I I know. I know. Like it's money coming in. I'm with okay. you. Yeah. I'm with you. Or, um so I I think that that as far as the entrepreneurial part. Mm-hmm. Now I'm want to go back to just getting to know you for questions that I don't feel like fans, you know, not I can I call them fans? Comrades. Can, no, everybody that watches this is not a comrade, dog. Man. There's some people that's family. watching this like family. trying to get knocked that that family. really want to see us get knocked off. Family. No they don't. If you want to see us get knocked, <laughs> don't don't bring that energy over. Yeah. I, I was just <laughs> put an X on it. No. no, but I mean, come, I'm, I'm, I understand that everybody on my Facebook friends list is not actually my actual friend, I feel or wants to see me be successful. I feel so that's what I'm saying. Like everybody watching in or tuning in, it's not necessarily. But haters is fans too. I, that's why I said fans. Okay, that's cool. Fans, let's go. Thank you. Let's go. Okay, so. These fans want to know more. They ain't, they ain't chiming in. They're just talking about the impact that you've had, right? Mm-hmm. So other uh, another part that I wanted to ask you as far as with with Beats Now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm not the first person. Johnny was not the first person. Mm-hmm. No. There's not... You're not... It's not like this is just all, all one of them. Why are you not pursuing Beats? Why are you not making Beats anymore? Um, I lost the love and passion that I have for it. Okay. I can still, I can still do it. You can still do it. I can still do it. Cause I, cause I do this. Okay. I'm, I'm not flexing. <laughs> I made beats for so long, I'm bro. I'm saying, okay, I made I'm beats you. for so long. I, I can, I can get on, I can sample some stuff. I could do, I could do some things still right now. If right I, now. if I picked it back up and dusted off the, the machine, like I could do some stuff. Okay. But I don't have 
a passion for it even more. Yet again, I'm saying as a young man, I seen you know this influence. Hey, this is good. These good, they got good rap. They spit good too. They're young. They love yeah, God. Yeah, man. Like the standout, like the compilation we put out, man. All the you know the albums that I was able to contribute to and, and produce or, or co-produce, whatever. Like we we put out some good music, bro. Like it was it was fire. But I'm not I'm not gonna do it though. You, I just I don't have the passion. Like I I got everything out my system. You don't have the passion to to make music. use your talents and gifts to to honor God. I'm doing to it right bring, now. Oh, okay. I'm, doing right now. I'm just. I'm, yeah. Why ain't you making beats, dog? That's. <laughs> not, no, I know. I can't ask you that question anymore. No. But at the same time, it's um. It's 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 real. I don't know how else to say it. Like I I can't the. Well, the beats that way. y'all hear, not the first song, but like the beats that I play to close out the episodes, those are my beats. Okay. The songs that I put in there, like those are that's that's me. Okay. Would you ever take a young artist and say, "Look, hey, I only do gospel. I wonder if you can do a beat for me." A youngster, a youth. I want them to do a beat for me. No, they come to you like, "Look, I'm a rapper. Mm-hmm. I, I love God. Mm-hmm. Like, would you do a beat for me?" <laughs> Seventeen, in the same position you was. Uh, you would. I can't say that I would. Man. Yes, you would. Yo, I'm so I'm so far removed from music. Like I'm so far away from it. And you so far? Why? I don't <laughs> I don't have the passion, bro. What like it's, your it's pa- time consuming. It's time consuming. And my life is not conducive to the to the way to how how I'm creative. So okay. when I would make music, mm-hmm. my most productive hours were between ten at night and four in the morning. Wow. That's when I make music. Yeah. When it's dark. When it's quiet and I have nothing else in my day to do, I have nothing else to accomplish. <laughs> I can just sit and zone yeah. out and lose track of time. Okay. I cannot make beats during the day. Mm. I cannot. I got you. Everything that I make during the day is trash. I tried it in college. Yeah. I tried it after I graduated. Everything that I make, I am so uncreative. I get beat block or what. I can't. There's nothing that I can do while the sun is up. Gotcha. It's very strange, but I can't do it. I don't. Yeah, that's. But at night is when I'm productive. But my life is not conducive to that, man. You know okay. what I mean? Like, I, I, I will. Now, being a father, uh, you know, the kids up and all that. And uh, I can't have them up at 2, 3 in the morning. Turn up. Yes, you can. No, no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> she can all turn right. it down. No. Um, and, that, and that's just going into the other segment about family. Mm. Um. Talk to me about being, being entrepreneur and family. How did how does that how does that coexist? That's pretty easy. That's easy. That's very easy. Okay. Like I said, this is this is nothing more. All it's just an it's another hobby. That's like to me when I hear that it's almost the same as like how do you play video games and have a family? Like how do you hang out with your partners? It's just it's a balance. Okay. It's a priority. Okay. If I wasn't doing this, I might be, I would have previously been playing Madden right now. Okay. Emmanuel Pierce would be over here, and we would be playing Madden until 2 in the morning, and I'd go to work in the morning. Wow. That's that's how we got down. Like, I would go to his house, he'd come to my house. I would raise my son, push him in the little swing, play the game, put him in the bed, or have, you know, we need to put him in the bed, and we would be up. Sticking it. 
on the sticks. And so gotcha. if I can if I can play Madden, yeah, four hours a day, mm-hmm. I can do this four hours a day. Okay. And I mean, and and I'm the type of person where I really don't sleep much. I stay up late. I wake up early, and I don't. And I sleep. I sleep in maybe one day per week, whether it's Saturday or just whenever I can. Okay. Um, but I don't. I don't really sleep that that often. So because I don't sleep that much, and you know what I mean, I could just do this at night after. That's why I record when the kids go to bed, and okay. I'll be up. And if I'm not recording, I might be working on some stuff, and I'll be up till twelve one. But I'll be up to twelve or one, even if I wasn't recording. You know what I mean? Gotcha. I'll be up watching TV, or, like I said, playing Madden. So this is easy. Another question I got for you, right? Yeah. Where, where Mm-mm. do you see yourself going next? What's next for you? What's next? Um, speaking gigs. So I wanna, I wanna be able to uh, take this knowledge and take everything that I'm learning from this and my experiences. And just turn them into uh, speaking gigs. You know what I mean. So speaking to kids, speaking to businesses, speaking at conferences, um, just getting in that circuit, um, and just uh, but not only talking about like the podcast, but just other things. Whether it's like you know the the intersection of race and religion, mm-hmm. um, you know, just. Uh, like white supremacy and and how that you know what it is how it affects everybody you know things like that okay um i'm preparing currently preparing a speech about like living your best life um knowing your history especially as black people you know the african diaspora like knowing your history where we came from but knowing who you are right now and also having that lead into my theory of reincarnation which reincarnation is now it's not something that happened in the past gotcha but it is like it's it's always happening. Reincarnation is like we are. This is reincarnation. Evolving? No, reincarnation. So my my theory is because in genetics, DNA is forever, right? Okay. The Y chromosome that your father had, mm-hmm. he got that from his father. Mm-hmm. The Y chromosome that you have, mm-hmm. you got from it's the exact same thing. So that life, this life, is continuous. Okay. So we all come from Adam. We all come from one man, and we all have all men. We all we're all related. But we're, but we're but when you when you give life, mm-hmm. that's reincarnation. When you have a kid, you just duplicated yourself. When I pick up my son, I look at my face. You didn't know he looks like you. I know. Yeah, <laughs> I know. When my when my, when, when my son lies to me, I know why. I know how. I know. I know everything because he's me. I don't know when I when I when I reprimand my son for mm-hmm. things that he's doing, he's doing things exactly the way I do it. Yeah. So it's not that he lived like when I when I'm when I feel certain things or when we experience like have certain triggers, mm-hmm. like kind of like a, you ever heard of the book Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome, like traumas yeah, passed down. I, I, yeah, yeah. I've heard about the theory. I've yeah, never heard like, it was a book. Like we we're we're living out our DNA. Okay. So so everything in our DNA is passed down. So when we like when they when they say, you know, if you don't learn from history it'll repeat itself. Oh my because God. we are the exact copy, we are the exact replica of our of our forefathers, our parents, our grandparents. We are the same person. So what they say in reincarnation is, Oh, well you gotta keep coming back until you get it right. We keep recreating. Mm. We are coming back. Your grandpa is you. Yeah. Your father is you. Your son is you. I'm with you. I'm with you. So if you don't learn 
from your forefathers and you don't learn from history, you will repeat it because you are the exact same person. This is the same reason why what the Black Panthers were fighting for mm-hmm. back in the 60s and 70s, we, Black Lives Matter, and us, our generation, we're still fighting for the same things. Police brutality, basic rights, civil rights. Like, we're still fighting for the same stuff. Okay. You with the I mean? with and and I know you, so history is repeating itself. Reincarnation is now, bro. I that was deep. I don't know if y'all really held on to that part. I I really I'm I, didn't still know, I, know, it out. I didn't know if you was gonna hit me with. I that. haven't written anything down. It's all okay. in my head. Okay. But I gotta write it down. I'm gonna turn it into a speech. The, um, um, and also there there is something coming up. What? I believe January February. Uh, it's a project that I'm gonna work on. I can't. It's not in stone. I just talked to somebody about it today. Okay. This person, I, he's like, "Yo, we gonna do this. That's what I want to do with this this program." Uh, as soon as I have you talk to this person, that's that's the head of it. Like they'll they'll give me the green light, but I'll be running it. But you have to talk to them. Blah blah blah. I got a budget for you. I'm going to pay you X amount per session. Mm. And I so mm. and I'm going to bring you along with it. <laughs> I'm with I'm you. I'm going to have you involved as much as possible. So that is coming down the pike. I got a live show that I'm working on. I'm go- that I'm going to be hosting and moderating um, for a nonprofit organization. It's a paid gig. That's coming down the pipe. I've been approached to speak at a school. I just got to prepare a speech because they've heard me on the podcast. They know what I do. I'm trying to tell you. that. That's coming down the pipe. So, tw- I said 2019, and maybe I might do the speech this year. I was year. about to say I might, that. I, I, might, I might do the talk this year because yeah. I need. To, I just need to write it down. But uh, the money is coming. Got you. My bad. You know what I mean? So, I was like, yes, I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I have not monetized whatsoever. I could sell, I could sell shirts. I could sell hats. I could do that, but that to me, like, I want to Minimum. own. I want to hone my craft. I'm and I'm with you. You should you should come with me when I do my speaking engagements. I think that I'm ready. Good. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, a, another thing that I, I learned from you. A, another thing that I thank you. Another thing that I wanted to put out there for you. I I mean I you know that ask questions about top five rappers. Da da da. Right. Fat five. Really. I I um. What do you think about the black on black crime in? Black on black violence mm-hmm. um, in Portland. Like that's that's well, part of my my questions. Not the fat five. Who's your that's cool. That's cool. I'm, I'm down with that. Uh, black on black violence in Portland. What do you? What is your thoughts? It's <sighs> pretty broad, but specific at the same time. What do you think about other black men killing other black men in Portland, and the reasons why they do it? Let me start with black men killing black men. Um, let's talk about violence. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk about violence. <laughs> okay. So typically, violence and especially murder situations, yes, they happen to those that are in close proximity to each other. Yes. So I believe the stat is like ninety four percent of black people kill another black person are killed by black people. Ninety uh, percent of Mexicans are killed by another Mexican. In America, uh, 84, 85% of uh, white people are killed by other white people. So typically people that live in close quarters to each other, close proximity to each other, are going to be the ones that are going to be in conflict. Therefore, those people that are in conflict, those conflicts sometimes end in murder. Okay? So that's just natural, human, whatever. You go to Asia, it's Asians killing Asians. You go to uh, uh, Mexico... It's Mexicans killing Mexicans because they all live next to each other. It's not a race thing. It's just they live next to each other and they don't like each other. It's a cartel versus cartel. Whatever. It don't matter. So now let's go to black men killing each other in Portland. Um, Once again, they're in close proximity, so they're going to have conflict. 
And so people that have conflict, sometimes conflicts end in murder. Now in Portland, typically when you have two black men that are in a conflict and there's a murder, um, they're typically younger. Um, just we had a situation. We just had a recent situation. They're typically younger, you know, thirty and, and below, typically. Uh, from what I can see, I might be wrong about that. But mm-hmm. and also, um, sometimes it has to do with some turf wars, some type of banging. So, you know, I don't know. I don't want to say. I hate. I hate the term gang related because it sounds so outdated. Like, the, is it is it I gang related? I don't. I mean, I'm not seeing any other. I'm not seeing any other people mm-hmm. kill each other. I'm not seeing black men kill another black man mm-hmm. that in my city that are not gang related. Okay, so it's wait, so, wait, okay. It, it, it's gang related and then the other part is that some of these gang members happen to like some people mm-hmm. that happen to be in a gang, mm-hmm. they kill each other over a female. Okay, so it's so, so it's, not, so, like, it's, so it's not, typically the the young bucks that are killing each other, no, thirty it's, and it's, under. No, it's thirty. Or however it's, old they are, yes. it's it's gang related. Yes, okay. that's what it seems like to me. Like okay. the people I know. All right, I never just seen like. So what do I think about gang violence? I think it's stupid. Well, no, no, no. I, I, the, when when I when I encapsulate that, when I like capture that or encapsulate that, yeah. it's saying that we, mm-hmm. me and you, mm-hmm. are affected by this too. So it may right. be gang, it may be gangy time, it may be on that time. Mm-hmm. But yet, as a black man in this city, it still affects me. So that's what I'm saying: black men killing black men. That's why I want to I want to put us all in that same category mm. and not leave anybody out because we all are affected by that. Yeah, because that's coming back around to the next question of saying, how do we stop that? How do we stop gang violence? No, no, no. How do we stop black? Like, what do you think is the missing link from black men killing black men in Portland? Like, I don't. I mean, I don't. Take I don't. It. I don't. I. I don't think it's a. I don't, don't think I can answer it or really have a solution. Just framing it as black men versus black men, because like, if men have a problem with each other, a man might get killed. You have a point. You know what I mean? Yes. So, uh, typically, men are the are aggressive, period. Yes. I mean, how many women-on-women shootings is there? None. Okay. So, it's just, well, I, mean, I mean, it don't it matter what. Black men, Mexican men, white men. Exactly. But it's yeah. like, typically, when it's a, a a shooting, it's typically a man shooting another man or a man shooting another woman. But it's not typically a woman shooting at another. Oh. So, it's, so, men have a problem. Yes. And men are hyper-aggressive. Because mm-hmm. of testosterone, you know what I mean, and yeah. we just fly off the handle. Um, so testosterone no, so, and pride. There's so no solution to this. Is that what you're telling me? I mean, God is the solution, my brother. You know, oh. it, <laughs> it's it's amazing that you would ask me that question. My, <laughs> nah, but uh, is is there a solution to gang violence? I don't know, man. It's been going on for for decades now. Okay, you know what I mean. I mean, I mean, I think at I, at the end of the day, I want to live. I don't want to go to jail. Yes. My number one deterrent <laughs> to going to jail is vagina. Okay? Is vagina. I do not want to voluntarily deprive myself of vagina. I thought you were and, say and take showers with men for the rest of my life. I thought That's you were not about happening. to say prison rape. I thought you were gonna say prison rape. I mean yeah, I mean prison rape obviously was like <laughs> but no. Vagina, bro? Like seriously? None. Like for the like for an extended period of time? Ever. Mm. It feels like forever. No, exactly. (laughs) No. I am not like that's not that's not an option, bro. Like we can talk about this. Okay. (laughs) So Darnell, hey man. Hey. (laughs) 
let's the, let's talk this out. The the other part that I, I thought was uh, was interesting, right? It was that saying mm-hmm. that like the difference with, with me coming home, the difference between being in the lifestyle, and I'm not trying to act like I'm like in this lifestyle, like really gangy and anything like that. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Sure. What I'm saying, but like being in the street streets, just running for no reason, mm-hmm. right? Just being out in that type of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I feel like holding when other when men especially black men hold other black men accountable and we can get in groups of that and hold each other accountable to a higher standard mm-hmm. that's when the real solution was will have when you can be held accountable when you can start having um communion with other men mm-hmm. that that actually value life and the person next to them so I, yeah I, I think everything helps and everything counts okay. so we need that okay some accountability. We need that accountability from man to man, but we also need repaired relationships between father and son. And we need mm. to raise young men that are not insecure of their manhood and feel mm. like they have to prove their manhood to another man that really has no vested interest in his manhood. They don't care about you. Most of these guys they beefing with, they don't care about you. But the men that care about you you should know that they care about you and know why they care about you. And that should be the only validation that you need. And if you're not getting it, you need to go to your father, you need to go to your uncle, you need to go to your grandpa and find out why. Mm-hmm. And if your father or grandpa ain't there, then you just then 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 that's when it trickles down to all right, I need to find some other brothers yeah. that I can link with because I'm not getting it from the person who I should naturally have it from. Yes. But I think that's where some of it starts. Um and it's just like it, it trickles down and then it and then we just run out into society and we're trying to prove ourselves and and we're not getting the respect that we think we deserve and mm-hmm. and we're trying to take respect. And then we just have we have a flawed view of what respect is. Like the beginning of respect is self respect. You don't ask you you never ask for respect from anybody. Yeah. That's weak. <laughs> That's weak. You don't yeah. ask for respect. Mm. You either command it or if you don't get it. You don't get it, but it's not respect. Isn't something that you request from somebody. It's something that you have for yourself. And when you hold yourself to a certain standard, nobody can disrespect you. Only you can disrespect you. Once you get that in your mind, then can't nobody phase you. You know what I mean? That's good. That's good. And so once so so if we can teach our sons that, teach our nephews that, teach our little cousins that. So any anybody before that is kind of lost. Well, I mean, all I mean, I'm saying if we if you talk because like this is a problem that's been passed down from generation mm-hmm. to generation. So once again, we're reincarnating, we're re, we're recreating men and boys that have a a broken mind state. Mm. Okay. So we gotta we gotta stop recreating, and we gotta you know we gotta we gotta help the future by right now, like the future is now. You know what I mean? Most definitely. And so if we repair the future right now, then the future will be better. And then they will help. Okay. Next, next. This one of the last questions for the takeover, right? So with it. So with it. Last one of the last questions, because I think I'm gonna have to hit you on the other one, right? Um, it's not favorite rappers. Next, mm. I'm doing that favorite rappers. Mm-hmm. Favorite five places to eat in Portland. Oh, that's tough, bro. Um. Mm. 
not a fancy guy. <laughs> I'm not a That's fancy guy. Out, right? That's where we start out. I'm not. I'm not a fancy guy. I really. So, where like, do I, like I, where do I go out? Yeah. Where Where do I really go out, man? Unfortunately, I have a bad relationship, an unhealthy relationship with fast food. So that's <laughs> That's not good. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but it's a relationship. It's a relationship, nonetheless. Yeah. But uh, where do, Where do me and my wife go, man? We just we be going to random places, man. It's crazy because people ask me that a lot, and I don't really. Um, where do I go, bro? I like Pock Pock their wings. You ever been to Pock Pock? Never. No, this is, their wings is fire. Um, I would never go to a place called Pock Pock. Uh, Tilt. Tilt. Um, they got good burgers. Uh, I feel bad. I haven't been to Stupid Burgers since they had the food cart. I haven't been to the new spot, but when I went to the food cart, it was fire. Shout out. Um. Wow, I'm a burger guy. I like Killer Burger. Um, you very philosophical. <laughs> Bug, you stupid, yeah. bro. <laughs> you know, you know who that is. I can hear your voice as you're saying that. <laughs> you know who that is. That's very philosophical, brother. How do you feel? <laughs> <after that? laughs> You know, with a, with a grin on your face, I mean, he's, oh. and then it says the only place he been is Popeyes and KFC. <laughs> <laughs> and bow, hey, talk to him, bro. Let him know. Oh shoot! But uh, oh, we miss you too, brother. We love you. I uh, love you, brother. But uh, yeah, I think I named three places. Um, how bougie am I? I like bougie am I? I like to go to Departure. You know what I mean? They got good wings. Good I'm, I'm so simple. Wow. I'm, I'm All lame. you said was wings. Yeah, I'm trash. I need <laughs> I need to broaden my horizons, bro. Where else do I got to eat in Portland? Um, okay. Give me one more. Give me one more. Uh, yo, they are inconsistent with the mac and cheese, but I like Pochines, though. Pochines are straight. Pochines. Word. Okay. Your favorite, like if, if somebody was visiting from out of town, where would you tell them to visit in Portland? Like, what would be one part, one place that you'd be like, hey, go check this out, root. Like, you got to check this out before you leave Portland. Because I do Uber and Lyft now, I hate that question. Because I can't, I can't answer that, bro. Oh, I forgot about that. I yeah. know you They that. asked that. Hey, so, so what's, what's, <laughs> what's a cool part of town? Like, where should I go? So when you said that, I know they had glasses and, like, yeah. a button-up shirt. Oh, <laughs> like, and they low-key musty because, oh, like, stop. there's a certain musk that... Certain Stop. people have, Stop. especially from Southeast Portland, y'all got to put some deodorant on. Yeah, man. man, that wet dog smell. Oh my god, it's wet dog and dirt and dirt. What extra tea or extra tea. capitalized? Turf. It's no, it's it's wet dog and you remember like like fresh asphalt, <laughs> and then like after it rains and it ain't rained in a long time, so it's a combination of that, dirt. Dog no, and an stop. old rusty chain link fence. Stop. It's certain people that get in my car smell like that. I'm like, stop. yo, windows is down and it's 55 degrees outside, bro. No. Yeah, it's real. It's it's some funk that gets smell like old Whitaker. <laughs> old Whitaker. <laughs> That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Before they tore it down. Yeah, before they tore it down, bro. That's by the hoop course, like. man. man. It smell like your hands smell after you play a basketball at Urban Park. You know no, that ugh, Stop. You know no, under underneath. I'm done. I'm underneath done. though. <laughs> underneath. Don't nobody play underneath. It's extra dirty over there. <laughs> but uh ugh, that's ugly. But anyway, what, what were we talking about? Oh, that was, we were just talking about a place, oh, to, place visit. to go in, place to visit in Portland. I always tell people to go to uh, Washington Park. Um people always okay. go to the Japanese garden. That's like super touristy. 
And Japanese Garden, it costs. I've never been to the Japanese Garden. I know. No, nobody from Portland goes there. <laughs> Everybody from out of town goes to the Japanese Garden. They always go to Voodoo Donuts. Uh, Japanese Garden, like $16 to get in. But you go to Washington Park, you go to the Rose Garden right across the way, it's free. So the Rose Garden on a beautiful day uh, okay. is a great place to go. Or uh, Rocky Butte. Just, you go, mm, Rocky Butte. Go to okay. the top of the I'm city. With you, I'm with you on that. All right. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, if I can't do, I don't want, because I want to do five Portland rappers, but I don't want, I want to get away from that. Um, where, oh man, I want to see. Now I got to, now I got to play it with Go you. ahead, spit it. Go ahead. Yeah. Where'd you meet your wife at? We were at a uh, Saturday Academy. No, he Academy. wouldn't tell people that, but. Saturday Academy. Saturday Academy camp, a little math and science camp. Oh, you stupid. <laughs> you stupid bro. So what? That makes two of us. Uh, we need you over here, man. Uh, that'd be funny. But uh, that'd be a real takeover. No, both of y'all. No, we're gonna do that. I'm, I'm hoping he got he was out there in Ontario with his mom. Oh yeah. So we, okay. I couldn't get him. I was gonna try to sneak attack you. Trust me. Yeah. But Dang. Um. Yeah, we met at a, a Saturday Academy camp, little math and science camp summer thing and uh yeah you met you met at math and summer math yes math m-a-f-f i'm yeah. glad you didn't go to english okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, well with that man you guys been rocking for seven years ask somebody yeah. who is recently married right mm-hmm. and going going through our ups mm-hmm. and downs right Ooh, what's up shout, <laughs> shout out to queen i love you shout I out hope, to queen I, I love you see you in a minute um but what does seven years what does seven years look like now like for somebody that that is like new like right you Mm. know what I'm saying like bro like seven years I can't like what does that look like to get there bro seven years is a beautiful thing bro there we go it's a beautiful thing there we go um seven years looks like yo I've been through every type of conflict and like once you get to five years, you know right from wrong. You know how to avoid certain things. You know how to not dig a hole. You know how to like, you can't like in your first first couple of years, like both of y'all is kind of trying to establish that low key dominance. Like who's, who's gonna run this thing? Who's gonna be the captain of the ship? You know, you, you, you got to really iron out your roles. Who's going to do what, when, how, you know what I mean? And um, once you get away from that, like, clashing, because it's, it's like it's a competition between the both of y'all. You know what I mean? Like, it's real competitive at first, whatever reason. You know what I mean? But, like, once you learn that there's no reason to get the upper hand or compete with your partner, <laughs> with your teammate, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like, yo, we a team. Like, it don't matter. Like, let's let's get it right. A lot of people, a lot of a lot of times, you want to be right, but don't nobody want to get it right. So once you learn, like, all right, I got to get it right. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. I don't have to be right. I just got to get it right. Okay. And, and I don't have to be right. I just have to be righteous in whatever mm-hmm. I do. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's that's all that counts. You eventually get to the right way eventually both of y'all but like you have to be righteous while you're doing it because if you're not righteous while you're doing it it's just going to drag down the relationship and it's going to cause more conflict 
And so once I learned like those things after bumping my head fifty to seventy five thousand times, they say that then. Say you know what I mean? Like, and I was <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait. yo, can this you is hear, beautiful. Can you hear him say that. <laughs> heavy. <laughs> yes, I can hear every every syllable. Heavy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so once once I went through that, man, it was just like, yo, this is cool. But still, like, it's always a learning process. You always, you always learn more about yourself, more about your partner, and uh, yeah, man. So, but you just have to like seven years is like being open minded, just realizing that. Mm-hmm. If something doesn't go your way, it's not the end of the world. There you go. You're going to get up tomorrow. You're going to go to work. You're going to kiss your wife and say, I love you. And you're going to live. <laughs> you're not going to die. You're not going to die. You're not going to die. You're not going to die from being you like overly. That, you, you feel like it's the end of the world. Oh you feel God. like, man, like I can't I can't do this, man. She, she ain't. You know what I mean? And you're always worried about like what they not doing. Mm, say that. And 9.8. Eight nine times out of ten, don't you do not have to use that decimal? Okay. Nine point eight nine times out of ten, it's all about <laughs> what you're not doing personally. Mm. And so when you're when I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do, then I'm not going to get the type of energy or the type of action or reaction that I want out of my spouse mm-hmm. because I'm not doing what I'm supposed to do. It's kind of like I'm on a football field. Mm. If yo uh. If if you uh if you are offensive like you losing games mm-hmm. and you a left tackle and you mad because your quarterback keep throwing interceptions, but the DN keep getting around you and keep hurrying the quarterback. Like man, if our quarterback wouldn't throw no interceptions, we win more games. Yes, but you ain't blocking. But you ain't blocking. Just do your job. Just do. That's it. Put your put your quarterback, put your partner, put whoever in the best position to succeed. Yes. And if you do your job, they will appreciate you. The quarterback can see that the that the left tackle is holding it down, bro. He sees that. It's like, yo, man, I got mad time. Like, yo, when I drop back, I don't never got no pressure from the left side. Mm. Bro, I appreciate you. Mm. Like, yo, you my guy. Mm. Same thing with marriage, man. Like, you don't have to throw it in somebody's face that you're doing the right thing or that you're doing it right or whatever. Like, that's what I'm you got to be righteous about it. And so once you learn to, to, to be righteous in the situation, not just be right, not point it out verbally but just do it and mm-hmm. shut up then things start to flow how long did it take you to do that uh six <laughs> years <laughs> six years <laughs> and three months i just wanted to point that six out six years and three months you talk so good how long you been doing that six years and three months man no man uh okay um i think i will in we'll with this man Please tell the people hmm. five things that they do not know about you. No, I'm not going to say five. Let me get three. Because five things. is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just like me and dog. Okay, I'm stumped. Three, three things, things. That, that, that people don't know about you already. And we've had a conversation that talked about a lot. Like what, what people? What, what people are you talking about? Like who? Give me three things I don't know about you. Ooh. Yeah, you can't duck that one. He don't like you. <laughs> you know what? I don't, you, you, you're probably right. You're probably right. He loved me, though. He can't stand you. <laughs> you're right. You ain't never said it wrong. Oh, man. Three things that you don't know about me. He wants you to shut up. <laughs> 
Boogie, he gave me three of them. Right yeah, there. right there. Look at that. There you go. Uh, God is good. The Lord. I don't, I don't know how far to go with this, man. Uh, Do you can go as far as you want. Three things that I don't know about you. Um, you do not know, and a lot of people don't know doom, doom, doom. that I did not learn how to ride a bike until I was 15 years old. How terrible is that? No, that's real bougie. That's bad. That's like, oh, I'm, I ride the bus. Oh, I get dropped off. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I didn't learn how to ride a bike until I was 15 years old, bro. Did your friends a ride bicycle. bikes? Bicycle. Did, did your friends ride bikes? Yes. So you walked? I just didn't go outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. I'm about to play video games. Hey, who does that? <laughs> it was it was a tough childhood. Do you know how hard it is to yes. be a kid and not ride a bike, bro? Yes, that's hard, bro. Like that. And hey. it's embarrassing. Hey, okay. okay. It's embarrassing, please me, bro. Please give me another one. But let me let me give you the story. I can't just hit you with that because it's like, bro, why didn't you who know how to ride this? a bike? So I grew up on 15th. 15th and what? And right in the middle between going and Wygant. So, 15th. Like, over to the store. Yeah. Uh, Alberta, boom, yeah. Prescott, corner store, boom. Yes. Right on, 15th, right on 15th. You grew up there, like, in the... So, I grew up on a way. busy street. Yes. So, I can't just go in the street and practice because it's the number eight bus and every other car going down 15th. We'll get you. you. Oh, you... I live on the street, you don't not on live, the side street. You don't live on the swerve, though, because the swerve is right there on Prescott. Yeah, I live, no, no, I live, no. I live I, on, You pass the swerve. Yeah. Going towards Alberta, I lived on 15th, like Wygant going right here, and then the Alberta right here. But I, I, I grew up on. on okay, I'm saying so. I, I live right. Okay, for real. Yeah, get one right down the street. So you was kind of no, at the, hill, the hill, the White at House, the hill, that, the White House with the duplex. Like it was a, a house right here, and then there's a, a duplex up top. Okay, like an apartment up top. That's what on I'm the right. like going towards Lloyd's on the right or left side. Yeah, if we're going if we're going towards the Lloyd, right? Mm-hmm. You got our house on the right hand side, and then you got the Mexiville. On the left hand side, they turn into them little <laughs> condos. Yeah, I like that house too. Yeah, big old yard and all that. I'm just trying to say that's yeah. I was there all the time, all, wow, all day. I've never day. seen you, bro, because I was outside. <laughs> I was outside, but I was doing other things. My okay. Yeah, right. I was, okay. Yeah. I'll tell that. you some stuff, my brother. No. Okay, we we going into it. All right. So yeah, but so basically, um, uh, you know, I didn't. I never had my own bike. I always try to learn my sister's bikes. Um, my dad, my parents, like, uh, Shan Stephanie, teach him how to ride a bike. Boom, they didn't have no patience with me. Didn't work. My dad came out, tried to help me out. We practicing on the little skinny sidewalk. You know what I mean? I need some room. You need some room when you learn how to ride. But I had no room. I was always hitting, <laughs> hitting somebody's wall, running to the bushes, or about to go in the street, get hit by the number eight bus. You know what I okay. mean? Okay, all right. And so I never learned. My and my dad was like, he just stopped teaching me. He's like, all right, whatever. Well, you just, just go there. <laughs> it's not going to work. So nobody had the patience to help me learn <laughs> you better how to better learn how to fly. fly. And so <laughs> I just stopped trying. Okay. I was 15 years old. I went to my cousin's house in L.A. for a spring break. And I got there. My aunt was in the car. She was like, yeah, man, I can, you can't wait to bring you home. You're going to be with Brucey and Kirsten. And, and all their friends in the neighborhood, they all just ride their bikes. You guys just ride your bikes the whole time. And we have an extra bike for you. I was like, I don't know how to ride a bike, bro. Like I'm in high school, I don't know how to ride a bike. So the first day I was there, that's they horrible. went to school. And they just left me at the house by myself. Okay. So I went in the backyard, seen that bike on the ground. I was like, I'm about to learn how to ride a bike today. <laughs> We're gonna learn today. I'm gonna learn today. <laughs> Scared out of my mind. I was like, bro, this is so embarrassing. But it's like I'm in a gated community 
Like, there's nobody on the street. It's quiet. You know what I mean? I can't picture you being like six foot seven. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> full body. Full body. Oh, my God. I'm about to. Oh, my God. Yeah. But look, bro. <laughs> so, there's no, there nobody out there. So, I was like, I knew. If, even if I failed, like, it would. First time I got on, wrote it. And wow. I, and that was it. And so, I had just stopped trying when I was a kid. But then, like, I didn't try again until I was 15 from, like, the age of eight or nine. Got on a bike and I and I rode it and that was it. so that was the first time I actually rode a bike. It was you at the age of fifteen. Up. Was I was turned, turned bro. You ain't never got off a bike up. since. I mean, I guess you could say that, but I still I still love riding bikes. It's a great pastime of mine. We live in Portland. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know you do. <laughs> All right, man, talk to me, man. All right, that's one. All right, so that, that's one. Uh, number two, which you don't which you don't know about me. Um. Man, I am a cunning individual, bro. Like when I was like fourteen years old. What? Okay. Um, me and my partner Anthony. Anthony we, who? Anthony Peters. He, yeah. he grew up across the street from me. I know you talking about. Yeah, he grew up right across the street. He so went to Madison. Yes, yes. And so we shout out, bro. <laughs> we used to. Why? Well, what I used to do? But I, I drag drag him into it. I would go to the store on on Fifteenth and Prescott. Okay. Yeah, me too. And I would give somebody. Five dollars. Like, hey, bro, can you get some uh, MD twenty twenty for me? No. <laughs> they never brought me back my change. I didn't know how cheap MD twenty twenty was back in the wow. day. Wow. So I was like in eighth grade. The mad dog. Man, I would pay. We would always pay people. I would, you know, I would scheme. Oh it. lord. I would, I would always put the the plan together. And so, oh lord. And so, yeah, bro. So I was Wait, like, what flavor? What what, what color? The orange. <laughs> <laughs> the simplest. You, you, had to, I mean? you had to get the color. We didn't know the. We didn't know the uh, the the flavor. Get the orange one. The orange one. I, I know that one. Yeah, you know what I mean? we so, get the baby blue one. Get the baby blue one. <laughs> but yeah, man. So I used to I used to do that. We used to do that all the time. Hey, starting in eighth grade, like pay somebody to get us some alcohol, and it always worked. It's, it was always cool. people ain't there cool, was though. always somebody that would do it you know what I mean because I gave him enough money if I'd have gave him two dollars he'd be like yeah, I ain't gonna take this risk. but if I give you five dollars and that only costs like a dollar fifty or two dollars whatever it costs cool like, yeah cool I got you no problem so I do that all the time um, so you were drunk all the time we used to turn up <laughs> we used to turn up bro he did not answer the question <laughs> we used to turn up yes he was drunk all yeah. the time throwing up yeah we, we, was, we was lit um, we, we did Colorado because it's the Rossi, the big old jug. <laughs> I had to get something small though, because we like out and about. Oh, you can't walk down the street. You can't hop on the eight with a no, Carlos Rossi can't. in your hand. Yeah, well, so we I would, mean. so we would, you know, get a get an MB twenty twenty, and then like go to the mall or something, or go to the and then, and then we go to the movies, and then we would sneak in the movies. Oh yeah, you talking about back door? Yeah, on the side. Yeah, yeah, the on the outside. So we yeah. sneak to the movies, or what we would do is. I would like we would buy a PG thirteen ticket and then go to a radar movie. Most definitely. Yeah. So we we would do that all the time after we was on that MB twenty twenty. Turn up. Turn. We was lit. We was all the way lit. Okay. So. All right. Number three, which you don't know about Mad me. Dog. That's your new name, Mad Dog. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> just just I'm just letting you know. Uh, uh, you will be Mad Dog for about probably the, the rest oh of the week. Oh my god. Uh, number three. You didn't know me before I was saved, did no, you? No, I didn't. Man, I used to sell weed. He said bro. y'all was bad as hell. We was. <laughs> no, that's I used to book shit. Yeah, we was, man. Look, you was you was out there beating up people, taking people's money at yeah. at ten. Shut up. Don't want to hear that. Did I? Book been thugging. Been thugging. Yeah, but no, I used to, I used to sell weed. I started selling weed in eighth grade too. So wait, you selling weed and you drinking? I was doing the thing, bro. 
In eighth grade. Smoke. I did, I Wait, what middle me. school did you go to? It's the Holy Redeemer. It's <laughs> <laughs> a Catholic little private school. Dude. Wait. So you was you was a gospel gangster? <laughs> I, I wasn't gospel back then. I was just who who does the the Holy Redeemer? Like that is like prep. So it was so what happened was uh a friend of mine, his dad was like a doctor, and so he would get prescription stuff. Mm-hmm. And so he would steal it from his dad and then bring it to us. Like, hey bro, I got this weed on on us do it. Why would you still okay? And then and then and then my partner was like, cause he just wanted to be down. Yeah, I, f- I you feel know what I mean. And he 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 eventually became like a good friend. Said partner, you mean white? No, this is a white dude. This is a black dude. Yeah. No. Okay, this, we know too many. Like everybody you know, knows you, us. You probably know him, but no, you know, I don't know. Him, but, but he ain't, he ain't been in Portland a long time. Like, he, he's not around. He's not around, bro. It don't matter. But uh, you putting people business out there. Nah, <laughs> trust me, bro. I mean, if if you know, you know. I'm saying exactly. you don't know. So nah, you don't. don't. So you don't know. But don't everybody know. that knew me back then, they they probably know what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So um, you was on deck. So yeah, so he would he was still it. My partner, and then and then and then and then my partners, like uh, like Tank. You know Tank. Tank that went to Jeff. He went to Benson first. No, I don't know that. Okay, I don't know that thing. Um, he's like, oh, we gonna we gonna smoke this. I'm like, well, we can smoke it, but I'm about to sell some of that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah, I was so always funny. like, that was the beginning of my entrepreneurial <laughs> <laughs> entrepreneurial pursuits, bro. You know what I mean? So um, on so the I block. So now I went on. I was just selling that at school, which is terrible. It was bad. Bro. I feel I feel bad to that for that to this day, bro. Um, because it making put kid mistakes. Yeah, but it but it put two people that I know on a track on a bad track in life. And one of the one of the people that I sold to got expelled for the weed that I sold to them because mm. they got caught with it. Damn. But they was doing stupid stuff like they was passing it around in class like you know what I mean? Like they was they was just doing like showing showing it to yeah. people. You know, it's like what are you doing? like stupid, you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, I got your money. So but but still though, like I I feel bad to this day because a lot of stuff that I was doing when I was a kid was just like dumb, and I didn't need to do that, bro. Like I got, I got two parents at home. Like I was greedy. Like I wanted the dopest shoes, I wanted the dopest clothes, and what my parents was giving me wasn't enough in my estimation. Yeah, I was about to say, okay, you know, in my estimation. Yeah, so I'm I'm like, sure. I see people stunting. You know what I mean? Like I want to be the best dress, and so I, I want to get money to be able to be the best dress. And it was just stupid, man. Like. Nobody pressured me into it. I just did it because I want, I was greedy as a kid. You know what I mean? And I wanted I wanted everything. So, um, but then it like put somebody on a path to get expelled from middle school, which is a bad look going into high school and whatever. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know where it took them. I don't know if it's all my fault, but I felt like I was a part of that. But um, but yeah, I mean, I, I started, I did that in eighth grade and then um, did it a little bit in high school and, and really contemplated going like, Pull out like it was gonna be a business. Like me and Anthony was plotting. Damn. Anthony, Anthony had a supplier, and uh, and we were like, all right. So how much is that? How much is an eighth? Okay. How many dubs can we sell from that? Okay. How long is it gonna take? Probably a week. I could I could sell that easily in a week. You know what I mean? All right. So how much are we gonna make a week? So our profit is what? And I was like, measure eleven is like five years. <laughs> oh, you was really making... Like, oh, we was, we was... It was... We was way... I was gonna do it. You was, was gonna do you it. You were smart. Like, because a lot of people don't do not do the math. A lot of people... Oh, no. I, I did the math before. No, I'm saying a lot of people just like... It's not... Do it, for, it do it for a lifestyle. It wasn't And you guys profitable. make less than minimum wage. Bro, it's not that profitable, bro. I was like, yo, Cats is really doing this and that's all they make per week? I was like, yo, I'm not... 
I'm not putting my freedom on the line for that. Like it wasn't worth Hashtag it, bro. Hashtag Nova JJ. I wouldn't even think about that. Honestly, I w- at that time I would think I was like, yo, I'm just like that's dumb. Yeah. Like <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not like selling weed and and taking that risk. You know what I mean? To make that much per week and potentially going to jail for like years. I'm like, yo, that, that ain't worth it, bro. I'm gonna just get a job. But like, if it would have been profitable, like I would have done it. Cause I damn. Well, I wish my my partners was. <laughs> but like, like and, moving and, on to coke and things like that. I'm damn. The funny thing is though, if Anthony was sitting here, bro, he would yeah. tell you about a lot of stuff that we did, and I, I feel bad because I was like the mastermind of all that. <laughs> that bro, I didn't know that you no, because my uh my cousin is Jamal. Oh, for real? That's my cousin. Okay, yeah. So that's that's yeah, that, that's yeah, they, they tight. Yeah, they tight. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, him uh um and Wheezy. Weezy, I ain't seen him in a minute. I ain't seen him in a minute either. But yeah. shout out to to Aunt Weez, Ma, Anthony. That's my brother. Shout out to you, bro. Like, I love you, bro. Holler at me. No, do not holler at me. Holler at me. <laughs> do not, do I ain't talked to you in a minute, bro. I need. Not, I need. A, I'm gonna holler at you. No, no. I'm measure eleven, Aunt. I'm gonna say that when I see you. Measure eleven, dog. Leave him alone. Oh man. Look, look. And then books said it's not measure eleven. Measure eleven is like robbery. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I was scared, bro. I thought Measure Eleven was anything, bro. Back in the day, back in the day, they, they told me you could get. No, listen. They they told me that you can get Measure Eleven. Measure Eleven. If you watch somebody get on a fight or get in a fight, like on the bus, Assault. and you didn't break it up. Yeah. You could get. You could get that. Was that real? If you didn't break up a fight on the bus, no. And there was cameras. Mm. No. No. I don't know. They they told me you can get measure eleven for everything. You know no. what I mean? So I was just like, all right, if I sell weed, I'll probably get measure eleven. Five years, ten months. No, nah, I'm good, bro. Like measure eleven, like look, like like as far as fighting wise, right? Mm-hmm. We can get in a fight. I give you a good one, or you give me a good one. Mm-hmm. Hit head Hello, on the cement, bust me open. I'm like in ER, mm-hmm. like fighting for my life. Mm. Measure eleven. Okay. Yeah. I ain't know. Look, he said no. Book, will you you educate us on what Measure Eleven is? I ain't know what it was in 1998, 2001. I didn't know what it was, man. I know I, I got out of a measure for robbery, so right. that's why I thought that was Measure Eleven. Hey, mm. hey, I wasn't I wasn't gonna take no. Ch- I was like, that's a hell of a chance right there. Five years for some for a couple dollars per week. Like I'm not. Oh, well, you don't know either. You don't know. Book, stop coming. Go to sleep. Enjoy your mama. Like, leave us alone. Why are you hating on Book? Because he get him on her. You already know what we do. Okay, <laughs> damn it, I'm tired of this. <laughs> Um. Well, hey, man, this this the takeover, man. Takeover. You got taken over. Whoa. How do you feel to be on that side? Pause. No, it's it's uh it's weird. Why? No, you try you try to like take over the I tried to I tried to I tried to steer the conversation a couple times, man. But it's uh, but I like it, man. This this is cool, and I'm glad you did it, bro. Most definitely, I love you. Yeah, love you too, bro. You already know what time it is, man. And this this is your idea. Like I get got to give you all the credit because I was. Trying to shoot it down as soon as I heard it. It's like, no, they ain't, they ain't gonna work. No, that's, that's no, nah, I'm good. I'm not in control of this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not in control. No, I don't sound like I don't sound like fun to me, but nah, this is good, bro. So, hey, man, I love you. This is Socks and Sandal, where you know where t- things come together. And man, can I say <laughs> no? Dang, yeah, you can say it. Go ahead and say it one time, Go man. Ahead. Look. It's the Socks and Sandals podcast where society, culture, history, and religion collide, and we unapologetically discuss our worldviews. It's your boy, Emmanuel. I'm in the building, and I'm going to wrap this up with my guy, Paul Henry Grice III, man. Any, Take any over. last words, man. Take over, man. I love you. We did this thing, man. Love you, bro. Yeah. He said about time he had a good one. What? Chicken? The hate. Who is, who is you that? You know who it is. Who is that towards? Is that towards me? Book. 
my brother. Hold on. I see you in the streets, homie. Nah, I don't. I don't want that smoke. I already, already seen what happened to you in the streets. Stop telling people that. Book, <laughs> book. I don't, I don't want that smoke. I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. I seen what happened in the streets <laughs> with you and Paul Henry Grace the Third, and I don't want that smoke. All right. So what? He ain't gonna see me again, though. He Grace, ain't fought me Grace twice. Grace and peace, y'all. I mean, I'll let y'all next time. Times. Next week is going down. Hey, man. Say bless. Peace out.